Welcome to Metaphysical Soul Speak, the podcast. I'm your host, Elena Fox. Hey guys, I hope you're doing really well in this moment in time and that whenever and wherever you happen to be in this marvelous mundo made up of molecules, I hope that you are able to realize that you are unattackable for real. Nobody can touch your soul. You are never, ever, ever able to be attacked, actually attacked. Now I came across this, um, thing on Instagram, this little post, and it shows a person, um, meditating in, you know, just like sitting cross-legged and meditating. And it says, no one can attack the real you. They can only shadow box with their own projections remain in light. Now this is from convoluted me 2323 is the name of the Instagram account convoluted underscore M E underscore two, three, two, three. So no one can attack the real you. The real you is really your soul. It's not the brain in your body. That's temporary. It's your soul. Don't you feel timeless? I know I do. They can only shadow box with their own projections. Remain in the light. I was thinking about this, uh, post, uh, this evening when I realized somebody had responded to something that I said, and basically I'll tell you the story. Um, I'm not going to go into the details of the poster and the posting and stuff, but there is a Russian woman who rescued a baby panther like a Jaguar, a black Jaguar in a traveling circus show. And I guess it was somehow illegal and they, the government broke it up. The people went to jail, whatever, something like that. I don't know hundred percent the story of it, but she rescued this little Panther called uh, baby Luna or um, Panther Luna. That's what she uh, calls it. And she has a YouTube channel and I saw her a couple times. It was just in my feed randomly. And then I saw, um, a post of her on my Instagram feed and my baby Panther. (laughs) She's over here listening to me from her perch 12 feet up (laughs) and she's not quite looking at me, but I just looked over and there she was. I didn't, I thought she was on top of the fridge behind me. (laughs) <laughs> and I just noticed that knowledge Raven spells up there anyway. Um, so this Panther was rescued by this lady. And so she decided to have a YouTube and an Instagram channel to raise awareness of things like, you know, um, owning animals like this, this animal was just a baby. It doesn't know anything about fending for itself in the wild. And it didn't, it would literally die if they put it in the wild 
It doesn't have a family. It doesn't know what it's doing. It was raised in Russia, even though it's an animal like from South America. And it's just this big problem. And, and all these people started raising a fuss. I'm going to stop following this. Um, it was like something to do with black cats. Right. And, you know, normally it's just about domestic house cats. Well, someone made a big fuss and somebody else, oh, I'm unfollowing and I'm unfollowing and how dare they, I'm unfollowing. (laughs) And then I kept scrolling through the, the messages and somebody said, the story of it is like, look, if you go to this woman's Instagram, it's in both Russian and English where she says that she rescued this, uh, beautiful little Panther from, you know, this traveling circus. And when it broke up or disbanded or whatever, they were going to just let this thing go into the wild. And she knew it would die because it was extremely like domesticated. It's just fully domesticated. It's adorable. Plays with her little dog and you know, well, it's not a little dog anymore, but they're both, they kind of grew up together. They were, you know, pups together or kids together. And, um, I guess she's trying to raise awareness and also money because these things are like a hundred bucks a day, you know, like it's an insane amount of money to feed a a black uh, Jaguar or any kind of big cat, you know, lions, tigers, all those. It's like a hundred bucks a day each in the United States to feed that kind of an animal. And it's illegal to own, you know, I never saw the rest of the tiger King or whatever, but, um, I learned this from other, uh, rescue organizations that I've, um, in the past, I gave money to, um, years and years and years ago. And, um, sometimes people that volunteer to help these animals in the rescue situation, sometimes they get attacked. I mean, it's really dangerous, you know? So it's like a very unfair and sad situation, but this woman's trying to raise awareness about it through, um, her work with baby Luna. Well, all these people were, you know, not knowing the whole story and judging before, you know, before they got the story and like, they didn't care. And I'm unfollowing, I'm unfollowing me too, me too. And I'm like, you guys, I just found out that this person is, you know, rescuing this per, you know, and I said the whole thing I just told you guys. And this other person says, yeah, well, I don't think it's right. She shouldn't be, you know, on here flaunting that she did this, you know? And I'm like, she's probably trying to raise money because it costs a lot of money to feed, you know, and also for the veterinarian bills and all that. It's, it, it's cost a lot to raise an animal like this and care for it and love, love it and make a 20 or 30 year commitment or whatever, however long they live. I don't know. And, um, and he writes me back with the weirdest and most curious thing. He's like, do you feel better now? <laughs> you know, like, or maybe he said it like, do you feel better now? You know, I don't know how he said it. And I just started laughing at that. I was like, holy shit. He thought that what I said to him, like, look, it costs uh, like a hundred bucks a day to feed one of these things. And so she's probably trying to raise awareness and raise money because it, it's, you know, probably costing her a lot, you know? And anyways, and I just said, look, there's a lot of, um, abuse of these animals. Yes, of course, but she didn't start it. And, you know, she's just doing her level best, obviously. And she looks like a sweet person and it is what it is, you know? And he assumed I was attacking him for saying it isn't right. And I was totally agreeing with him, but I was giving him some facts 
in a very calm and rational manner is the way that I wrote it. I didn't say anything rude or mean, no swear words, nothing in capital letters, but I realized that the wounded parts of ourselves look at posts online, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. And if we are having a bad day, we will assume something about the way in which somebody else said something. We will assume that they meant to say it in a really nasty voice (laughs) Or, 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 you know, we'll assume that they were really angry at us when they said that. And sometimes, especially when it's Mercury retrograde as it is right now, we will read something and we will omit a word or add a word because communications are really fucked at this time. And it changes the whole meaning. And I know that this is a time for miscommunications big time. And it's just one of those things where it's like, well, you know what? <laughs> you know what? Um, you got to reread stuff two or three times. And you've got to understand that if you're in a bad mood or a foul mood or an angry mood or a not trusting other people mood, you will project that shadow part onto the person who wrote the thing. And if you're in a happy mood and a wonderful mood and you write something and someone takes it wrong, that's because they're projecting their shadow stuff onto you. And it's kind of hilarious. Like how many fights get started online over just a misunderstanding in intention and energy because it's just words and the words are misconstrued and, uh, put out there in a really false way. Also when people forget punctuation, I just saw something on YouTube. I didn't watch the the video, but there was these signs and it says punctuation matters. And one of the, um, uh, examples in the picture said, no more tequila. And then underneath that, it said, no comma more tequila. And it it just changes one little comma changes the whole meaning. I don't know if you guys remember this there, there was a book, um, to help you with grammar. If you are a writer and it says eats, shoots and leaves (laughs) the panda eats, shoots and leaves. Of course it does. All pandas eat shoots and they eat leaves. But if you say the panda eats, comma, shoots and leaves, and then you put a gun in the panda's hand, that's a whole nother meaning by, by one comma, right? (laughs) And people don't use punctuation anymore. (laughs) People are so annoyed at the use of punctuation. They don't put a period at the end of a sentence and start something else. And a run on sentence can give something a completely different meaning than what you meant. Or maybe you're reading it in a different way in which it was intended by the sender or poster or replier. (laughs) Oh, I just looked at 1144. So, I want you to keep it in mind 
that you're never being attacked and you should be healed before you talk online. If you're feeling in a particularly bad mood or angry mood or you hate the whole fucking world right now, probably social media is the last place you should be. You should meditate, walk in nature, take a glass of water and just take a deep breath and then drink that water down and just think about something else. Take a breath and thank the sylphs of the air that they provided wind for you. Take a drink of water and thank the water spirits that they were there to help you replenish your soul and, you know, your spirit and make you feel alive. You know, eat food and thank the food. Thank the the trees that provided you with uh, fruit and thank the vegetables for um, being there to give you um, electrolytes and minerals and vitamins. You know, just coming at life with an attitude of gratitude without being an unhealed, you know, voracious, um, violent, (laughs) emotionally violent person. I don't know. That wasn't exactly how I meant to have that come out, but (laughs) I tried to make that work when I started with voracious. Was that the word I meant? I don't know. I just noticed though, that sometimes people are angry. They're upset. Even if they're just cranky that they probably need to go sleep. They need to take a nap. They need to go lay down, be alone in a quiet room without any stimulation. They're overstimulated, overworked, overwhelmed. All the overs, they're so over other human beings. And yet instead they just turn to that social media shit. And then they start attacking everyone in sight and then they think they feel better, but then later they feel guilty and then it just doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything for you. It doesn't do anything for me and it doesn't do anything for the people that are doing this except causing more chaos and negative energy in the world. So anytime you read anything online, don't misinterpret it and get angry. Just take a step back and realize there might be a comma missing. Maybe they didn't punctuate. Maybe they don't know how, and maybe that's not how they meant to say it. You know, I just, I mean, in my thing, I just said, you know, it costs, um, a hundred dollars a day to feed an animal like this. So maybe that's why she's doing it. Honestly. And he probably read it as me saying, you know what? It costs a hundred dollars to serve one of these animals. This day. <laughs> I can't even get through it angrily. <laughs> Cause I'm not angry. It makes me laugh. You know, <laughs> honestly, you know, like seriously, it could have been, I mean, this person, you know, do you feel better now? I'm like, Whoa, I'm like, I told him I, I, I posted on where he said that I, or I replied to his reply and I said, look, reread what I wrote in a very calm and happy voice in a way in which I'm a problem solver and a solution finder. You know, that's the way the spirit in which I meant this. 
um, because I said, you know, you're right. Maybe she shouldn't have this panther. And I was thinking, shit, her dog might get eaten later. She might get, you know, her arm or head ripped off. I mean, you know, big cats can be, I mean, my little baby panther who I, I love her so much, but I mean, she got injured this week and the doctor's like, you know, don't bring her in. And this is what you're going to do to help her. And so they're telling me where to go to get a a bag of saline solution, like an IV drip, dude. Like seriously, they're like, they don't want to deal with my cat and I don't blame them because my cat took everybody out. She is a badass. (laughs) They're like, she's freaking feral. Why do you have this cat? I'm like, well, she's sweet to me. And they're like, you're covered in blood. I'm like, I know, but usually she's sweet to me. <laughs> I, they're like, damn, you're like, you're really patient. You're like a saint or something. How she's a menace. I'm like, yeah, I know she's a menace, but she, she's a little badass. Yeah, She's attacked me viciously just for wanting to go to bed when she didn't want me to go to bed, you know, but more often than not, she's a beautiful, loving, adorable animal that I'm trying and striving every day to learn to get to know. And I get to uh, read her energy and her signals and her meows. And I'm learning everything about her through trial and error. And I don't get scratched nearly as much. In fact, I hardly have any scars on my arm anymore. (laughs) But... But, um, you know, I mean, so like, you know, animals can be dangerous. I mean, my cat, I thought when I adopted her was a domestic cat, a domesticated cat, but it turns out that she's half feral and I'm going to be with her the rest of my life. And I tell her, I want you with me for the next 20 years. And she gives me kitty kisses. I know she understands feral cats are smarter than, um, house cats. They also won't take any shit and it's harder to fool them. (laughs) It's hard to leave the house when she wants to go out of the, out the front door and I don't want her to. It's, it, it's really challenging every day for me to try to, um, trick her so that I can leave without her racing out. (laughs) It's really, really hard, but I mean, Hey, you know, um, it is what it is. And I dedicated uh, my life to her when I adopted her. I knew I told her, you know, and she's a tiny little baby kitten. And I'm like, if I'm allergic to, I'm going to find you a really good home. If I'm not allergic to, I'm going to be dedicated to you for the next 20 years. I want you to live 20 years, 30. If you can, that's what I tell her 30, if you can eke it out, you know, usually cats live about you know, 20 years. If you give them table scraps, they'll only live 15 or 16 years. You know, I never give her table scraps. Like today I gave her one little noodle with nothing on it. Cause she was begging me, please give me the food you made mom. Okay. She doesn't say that. She was just meowing a lot. I said, here you go. I give her one noodle. And she looked at me like I was crazy. Like, I'm not going to eat that shit. <laughs> Had nothing on it at all. It was just like a noodle. I knew she wouldn't eat it. But, um, but she was satisfied that I, I tried to share with her. Usually if I make any food, it's, I always think of her first. Is there anything in the food I'm making that I could give her? So if I make chicken stew, I make the chicken first, give her the piece of the chicken with nothing on it. And then I add all the stuff for my own, um, 
meal you know spices and garlic and onions which are bad for cats so I never give her that stuff but anyway um and she's doing better she's doing really good today she actually cuddled me so a quick knowledge raven spell report update from her injury she actually put her little arms wrapped around my head and put her face on my face and we slept together for a couple hours it was extremely sweet and very loving and she was just so grateful that I would hold her because she's kind of scared she hates being injured like this she knows that I won't let her outside because of this and she hasn't even asked me she told me she was bored and sad she like me out a certain way I could tell that's what she meant but she's just like I don't think she wants to go outside either like fuck that that really hurt she's like seriously injured but she won't um let it get her down she likes to play and today she played a little bit with me and um just very um loving and sweet and she gave me several hugs today and just wanted me to hold her and gently rock her back and forth that's what she likes when she's not feeling good and so she's getting better and I know you guys are praying and I'm going to um I'm going to put in a prayer request I just discovered um my friend told me about this church I think it is the universal life church maybe I have to ask him uh, to send me the um number and as soon as I get this number it's like a hotline or a national hotline oh my god that was my friend calling me right now that's hilarious the friend I was just mentioning um there is a national hotline and I'm gonna get the number from him and I'm gonna let you guys know because he he said that they will pray they will put it on a board and people pray around the world for you for 24 hours a day, seven days a week for 30 solid days. And you put a little reminder on your phone so that when the prayers are up, you can have them, you reload the prayer back in and they pray people from all over the world. So there's people spend, you know, hours praying and praying and praying. And then when their shift is up, someone else will take up the slack. And I, I think it's universal life. And as soon as I figure it out, in fact, I'm going to call him back when I'm done with this part of the show. And I'm going to try to bring it up in the, in the second half so that you guys can take advantage of this. I believe in the power of prayer. I have seen it work miracles. And I think that, um, it's going to be, you know, a way that we could step up our game <laughs> our life, you know, I'm going to have them pray that my twin flame and I get together and I'm going to have them, um, pray that I get money for my half a million dollar house. I want to buy that if it had been in Malibu, it'd be a $30 million house. It's a massive house and it's like 5,000 square feet, four bedrooms. It's huge and it's beautiful. And I'm, thinking I could contain the cat <laughs> in this big beautiful house without her being able to get on the outside of it and thereby she won't get attacked by other animals <laughs> but it has like a little swimming pool I'll teach her how to swim she probably already knows how and um you know if she doesn't want to I'm not going to force it but if she wants to 
she loves water. She likes to play with water. Some cats really do like that. So anyway, but I was thinking, why not? Why not uh, try to put in a prayer request? So when we, when I get to that point where I know exactly where to go for that, I'm going to let you guys know. I'm going to announce it on the show probably later during this episode, actually. But anyway, I want you guys to just make sure that when you're responding to somebody that you're not coming from an unhealed place of shadow, but rather you're coming from a place of positivity, open-mindedness, and joy. And if you don't understand something, don't automatically judge. Just step back, take a deep breath, reread it, and now reread it with punctuation that they probably missed. (laughs) I mean, I think a lot of our misunderstandings and fights that we have with each other can be completely um, just forgotten or obliterated in the first place. Like you don't need to get into fights with people. And I think most fights are because you jump to conclusions or I've done this before. I'm not trying to single you personally out everybody in the world, you know, like at one point or another, we jump to conclusions. We go, Holy shit. Oh my God. (laughs) You know, Oh my God. You know, and we think something that isn't really true. So it's always good to take a step back and come up with four or five, you know, you don't want to make excuses for somebody if they're being a jerk to you. But if someone does something that you don't understand, realize that they have a different perspective. They're coming at it from a different point of view. They probably don't see what they're doing as something bad or offensive. They see it as normal. You have to realize that maybe they were raised in a different culture. They had different parents and you did, you know, like some people are raised in a household where everybody swears. The F word is a common word. It's normal. Some people are raised that in a situation where there's no swearing. And so, you know, you get into a conversation with someone and they swear a lot and you think they must be really angry at you, but that's a false assumption because it's just an assumption. And from their perspective, they're just excited and energetic. And I mean, I know I swear a lot. My dad swore like a sailor. He was in the Navy. He was a sailor. (laughs) You know, it was just, eh, it's just normal. He didn't swear a lot, a lot, but I picked up a few words here and there. And I kind of like the F word. It's one of my favorite words because it's so versatile. It's a noun, it's an adjective, and it's a verb if you do it right. (laughs) So just, uh, I wanted to bring that up as a point especially during Mercury retrograde when everything can be misconstrued. It's just so much easier to come at a situation um, with the idea of being a problem solver. You don't believe someone said something to you. Oh, I can't believe they said this to me. Well, maybe they didn't say that to you. Maybe you're taking it wrong. You know, a lot of words and phrases can mean three or four or five different things. And, you know, it's not always the intention of the other person to start a fight. Usually it's never the intention (laughs) nine times out of the, out of 10, no one ever has the intention of starting a fight with you, you know, and you have to understand that that's probably the case. All right. I'm not going to do too long of a introduction. My throat hurts for some weird reason. I don't really know why. Um, I do know that I bilocated the day before yesterday and I, and I'm exhausted today. 
I woke up yesterday just exhausted as well. I did not go today to get the DMT. By the way, I went to um, my Instagram to see if he wrote me and he said, I'm in bed all day. Ha ha. And I'm like, yeah, me too. Don't worry about it. I'm tired all day too. And then a couple hours later, he says, I'm still in bed. Ha ha. And I'm like, yeah, okay, me too. Don't worry about it. You know, we had plans and we both kind of flaked because the energy that we have been hit with, with this huge CME impact, the coronal mass ejection from the sun. I think yesterday I accidentally announced that we were going to get solar wind today and the next day. And I don't know if that was true or not because when, oh, actually, you know, I could look it up. I'm here on spaceweather.com. If I look up yesterday's, it's possible we got hit, but it doesn't mention it. It just says that we are reverberating from the impact of a coronal mass ejection. So let me see if I could go back one day because it's possible. It says space weather time machine at, on the top <laughs> when you go back in time by one day that's so hilarious wow and i went back one day and it didn't change what this is so weird um oh it's just so weird i don't know all right it's it, it didn't it didn't actually time machine itself the way it said it would. All right, let's just um, let's just go back for what we have today. I know it said the 12th and 13th will be gained solar wind. And I know I said I was really excited about reading that because I love the way solar wind uh, feels. Oh, maybe it just said time machine on the top of all the pages. Now it just says like it's normal. I don't know. Oh, it says archive for today. This is so strange. I'm really screwing things up somehow. <laughs> All right, we're back. And we're back. Um, All right, yeah, now we're back to the same page of today, but there's a new article at the top. The, someone took a picture with three different types of cameras, or maybe these are three just different... I think they're just three different pictures. Samsung iPhone and some other kind of camera. The Aurora Borealis in the U.S. was insane last night. Purple and blue and red and green and white and yellow, like bright freaking yellow and like kind of a fuchsia magenta purpley color. In the USA, tons of Aurora Borealises were seen. There's some beautiful pictures if you want to look at them. Now, it says... um, Remember how yesterday's sunspot AR2882 was uh, breaking up and we thought, eh, we're not going to hear from from this one again. Oh, I'm sorry to say, (laughs) or happy to say, rather, uh, it's experienced some redevelopment. Well, that's interesting. It just reinvented itself, apparently. (laughs) Like Britney Spears, yay, Britney's free. It once again has a beta-gamma magnetic field that harbors energy for M class solar flares and it's still not even near the edge of the sun so hey 
we got maybe a few more days and I bet it'll, it'll brew something else up and hurl it our way soon. The current solar wind speed is 456 kilometers per second. And, um, let's see here. Uh, yeah, these pictures are beautiful. You've got to look at them. They're very distracting. They're so pretty. Uh, the Ulu neutron counts are still at high, but they've gone down by 1.2% since yesterday. That's the space radiation coming our way. And, uh, the network reported 15 fireballs. And by network, I mean the all sky fireball network that is monitored by NASA's all sky cameras that scans the skies above the United States for meteoritic fireballs. Out of the 15 fireballs they did capture on film, 12 of them were sporadic, two were Orionids, and one was an October Delta Aurigid, A-U-R-I-G-I-D. I swear I've never said that word before. I might have last year, though. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen this word, but who the hell knows? <laughs> I say so many words in this show that it's hard, it's hard to remember from year to year. There's so many weather space weather events that happen anyway. Uh, coronal holes right now that are facing a solar wind flowing from this minor equatorial coronal hole could reach earth on the 15th and 16th of October. Now, I don't know if I hopped a timeline and we're just not going to be getting any uh, solar wind uh, today and tomorrow. Or if somehow it's, it's slowed way the hell down and it's going to be delayed. I mean, everything is delayed. Remember yesterday's talk about mercury retrograde and how it affects us. But anyway, um, today is uh, Tuesday, October 12th. So that's three days from now. So basically Friday and Saturday we will will be hit by solar wind, which is just fine and dandy for me because that means when I'm going to get pizza, I will be filled with energy. <laughs> the solar wind, I derive a great deal of power from solar wind. I feel happy and healthy for some reason on those days. <clears throat> I feel like I'm getting energy from it. It's very strange. So the, the Schumann Resonance News today is just... 10 out of Italy, disclosurenews.it, power 10, that's it, 10 hertz frequency, that's it. Normal is 7.83, that's the baseline, so just a little bit bigger than normal, not that big of a deal. Now, the only thing that we have in, as way, as, as far as the HeartMath Institute is concerned, um, they're like two days behind us, so we have to look on the 10th of October. And let me see here. I'm waiting for this to load. Damn it. I I thought it was loaded. And then I thought, well, maybe I should load it again just to make sure. All right, here we go. Um, oh, gosh. I had it on 28 days. When you have it on, like, more than a week, it starts to break up the um, information a little bit. All right, here we go. So Sunday, October 10th at the 2300 hour, here's a nice juicy angel number for you guys, 77. So California had 77 Hertz frequency, Hopuf, Saudi Arabia, as well as Northland, New Zealand were both at zero. 
Lithuania was at 153 hertz frequency. Alberta, Canada was at 139 hertz frequency. Last but not least, Honolulu, South Africa was at 231 hertz frequency. I'm going to relay one quick fun story for you guys. I'm going to have to unplug my phone, which is at 77%. Ooh, twice in a row. So that's definitely an exciting angel number for, for us guys. All right. When I was in Quito, the day that I was coming back, I spent four days over there, three nights. And when I was there, my beautiful and sweet, loving friend, platonic friend, Anthony, Um, In case my twin flame is listening, it's a platonic friendship. Um, (laughs) I'm waiting for you, baby. All right. So he and I were walking around and I said, I really want tacos. I want to find a taco place. And the people in the rebel hostel said they were pretty certain that there was a Mexican restaurant. Now, when I went over to where they said it was going to be, it wasn't open. And I was like, dude, that's so sad. So we kept walking around and walking around. And as we're walking around, um, there was a bunch of different restaurants, but they all had the, the typical menu, which is basically typical, like normal, you know, basically, you know, you're eating a lot of potatoes and sausage type of, you know, things with a lot of preservatives and um, uh, rice type of thing. It's just, it's too much starch and too much just junk food, like crap. Like I just, I don't want this. I don't want fried bananas. It's just too much starch. It's just like, Oh, I'm getting ready to go on a bus today. You know, like I was like, I don't want any of that crap. It makes my stomach hurt so bad. So I was just like, if I don't find tacos, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do but I'm going to maybe just have the hostel make me food. I'll just go back there and have them feed me. And then I will just, you know, grab a taxi to over to the bus stop or to the bus platform. So, um, I was getting really mad. I'm like, I'm hungry. I'm hangry. These people are not serving what I want. I was just like so annoyed. And I'm like, all right. I'm trying not to be mad because I don't want to be mad at my friend because he did nothing wrong. He's just super cool and fun. And I'm like getting upset. I'm getting super annoyed. I'm feeling stressed because I've got to get on a bus, you know, and I, I wanted to get there and get a decent, I don't want to be 12 hours in a bus, like in the middle of the bus stuck between a bunch of people. I was really like freaked out about this idea. I wanted to be at the bus station two hours early so that I can get the seat that I want right up front. Because when you have the seat right up front, you've got four feet ahead of you. You've got tons of leg room. Not that I need it. I don't have very big legs, but... I like the, it's emotionally comfortable for me. I like having that breathing room, especially in the age of coronavirus, as you know, and I have to wear a stupid mask. And I just wanted to get my backpack and put some food in it and just put my feet up on it. And, you know, and and I also wanted to be right next to the screen because they show movies. And I thought, well, that would be interesting. And I'll watch the movies and you know, eat my potato chips. I'll sneak them in under the mask. <laughs> you know, I'm like, this is what I want to do. Right. So I'm like, I'm, I was stressed out. I was hungry. 
I was like, oh, and I'm like, God, just please let me see the best place for me to eat right now. If I can't get a taco, then I don't know what, but please, you know, get provide for me. And I prayed, you know, prime creator, help me here. You know, send me an angel that will guide, you know, guide me and guard me, <laughs> bring me to the right place so that I don't get angry at my friend. Right. And so all of a sudden, literally there was a doorway with a staircase going down, down into like a basement, right? Right from the street. Now you're immediately going down and I'm like, and it's like old ancient steps and the street we're on is all cobblestone. It's old, old, hundreds of years old. And I'm like, okay, um, <laughs> I want to go here. And, and my friend's like, why? And I'm look, it says Masa Madre. This is what they had on their menu. Masa Madre and beer. <laughs> Cerveza y Masa Madre. That's what it said. I'm like, is it cerveza art, cervezas artisanales y masa madre? That's what it said, which means artisanal beers and sourdough bread. Oh, it was like a damn choir of angels singing, <laughs> going to this weird little basement hovel, <laughs> literally a hole in the wall. It was this ugly ass wall that looked like nothing. And then there was a hole in the wall, like the doorway. There wasn't like a giant door open. It wasn't inviting. There was nothing. And I looked into this little hovel of a place and there's a tiny little sign that said artisanal beers and uh, sourdough bread. Basically, I'm like, oh yes, this is where we're going. So we go in there and we look at the menu and it was just like, I don't know, they had pizza that was made from the sourdough crust, right? And then they had bread. And then they had a list of like 30 different beers to choose from. And I'm like, holy shit, this is amazing, right? So I'm looking, I'm looking through all the descriptions. I'm like, well, there were two beers on the menu that I thought were interesting. One was like a honey mead with chamomile. And I'm like, ooh. Well, that would kind of calm me down, right? If I'm a little bit kind of hangry, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I need that to calm down. Woohoo. Right. And I asked them, do you have this beer? And he said, no, we don't. We're out of it. And I'm like, okay, so, um, what do you have? And he said, oh, we only have one left. And it was the only other beer that I was interested on the whole menu. So this particular beer And of course I ordered a giant loaf of sourdough bread and, you know, they chopped it up. They put it under the broiler with some melted butter, like real butter. Oh, it was phenomenally good. I'm like, yes, it wasn't as good as my son's sourdough bread, but it was, it was good. It sufficed, you know, and, and I don't know if you guys know much about sourdough bread, but it has more protein in it. In fact, it has a complete protein over all other bread it is it literally is a complete protein for your body and it helps the gut digestive it's like you know it's a fermented food it's really really good and, and it's vegan you know it's actually a vegan food and I, i'm not a vegan i'm not even a vegetarian but i love the masa madre so i'm like all right this is this place is like heaven. When we went into this little hovel of a place that looked like nothing, they said, go over here. And they pointed over off to the left. 
So once you're inside this weird little basement looking like you're walking into someone's house, basically, you make a left and all of a sudden it's this huge courtyard and garden with a huge uh, window above the uh, over your head and it looks like you're in now a greenhouse situation and it was pleasant it was warm the sun you could see out on the other side of the window the blue sky and the puffy white clouds and I'm like ooh this is really really good this is excellent I love this place. Oh, I'm so happy we're here. And Anthony ordered his little pizza and I ordered my bread and my beer. And and I think he ordered a juice or something. They also were doing um, sortitos or batidos, which are like, um, sortito is like uh, a fruit mixed with water and blended in a blender, kind of like a smoothie, but doesn't have to have a banana in it. Thank God, I don't like that. <laughs> and, and But a batito or a bastido, depends on where what country you're in that just means it's made with milk instead of uh, water, right? So he had his made with water and, you know, water and fruit and he had his pizza and I had my, I ordered my beer. This is where it gets interesting. Like really interesting. The beer that I ordered, I'm looking at the bottle because it's still in my hand because this bottle is magic. Oh, I just looked and it's 44.55. So, okay. It has a picture of a wizard who is commanding lightning from his fingertips. He has lightning coming out of his head. He has a long white beard and a big red robe. And he's got a staff with fire coming out of the end of it in his left hand. And it says Ragnarok. (laughs) If you watch the TV show Ragnarok on Netflix, you know what I'm talking about. Ragnarok story, okay? Loki, Lord God, Odin, Ragnarok. Okay. (laughs) I'm in Ecuador and there's Ragnarok beer. It says Ragnarok and it's spelled correctly. It's got all the, um, doodads over the O, you know, and under the O it's in, in the letter O is actually one of the full, full mark, one of the, um, runes. I mean, it's like the most magical beer, right? And it says Ragnarok Brewery, the wizard. And underneath, um, or like all around where it says this is several symbols for Lord God Odin. And I'm like, holy shit. This beer is freaking magical. And so they opened it. I tasted it. I'm like, Oh man, this is really good. So I, but I lifted it to the sky, the blue sky above my head in this glass window with puffy white clouds, not many, but some. And I lifted it to the sky and I said, I dedicate this beer to Lord God Odin. You guys, I fucking kid you not. And it makes me shake even right now thinking about this. As soon as I said it, the instant, the moment I said it, the sky was suddenly covered in clouds and loud, booming thunder and lightning right above my head. I effing commanded the lightning when I said his name and I lifted it up to the sky and the picture of it. The picture of the beer is lightning shooting out from this guy's fingertips. And I looked at my friend Anthony and he looked at me and he had already seen 
the beer. I took a little video of what it looks like. I'll send it to you <laughs> if you guys um, want to see it. In fact, I might just add it on my uh, feed. I haven't done anything with my Insta feed, but I will do this. I will send. <laughs> I will set this up. So you guys could see this Ragnarok beard. This label is phenomenal, but it had magic in it. And I called upon Lord God Odin and he literally, he's, he's like the God of lightning. Thor, I think is a son, God of thunder. That was my husband's name, Terrell, which means Thor, Lord God thunder. So I'm like, freaking out. I'm like, yeah. And I felt all this power and I had been feeling hangry. I was feeling horrible. I was feeling like I couldn't breathe. I was feeling like I didn't have much physical energy. And you guys, as soon as that lightning struck, all the energy went flooding into my body because Odin helped me. (laughs) Not only that, the bread comes. It's excellent. I share some with Anthony. He shares some of his pizza. We're having a good time and we, we, we pay and we go to leave and we're walking across the, um, the, the little, there's like a little plaza, a little square plaza with these old cobblestones and I'm walking across it and it starts to rain the biggest, fattest raindrops you've ever seen. I mean, each splatter was just like soaking to the bone, right? I mean, in a matter of one minute, we were soaking wet. I mean, our hair looked like we just got the shower, right? And I raised my right hand to the sky in front of like 20 witnesses. And I said, Lord God, Odin, show me your lightning. And all of a sudden the lightning went really loud across the sky and then boom, boom, boom. The thunder was so freaking loud, you guys, that in three blocks in every freaking direction, all the car alarms went off. And my friend Anthony just looked at me and he started laughing, but he was scared. I could see his eyes were wide as saucers and he was just like, Oh, like he's like, he's like, a la mierda, like, holy shit. Right. And I'm, and I looked and all these people are looking at me like, Oh my God, they saw what happened. They saw it. There was no lightning. There was no thunder going on. It was just rain. And the minute I said something, Boom, it happened again twice in a row. I commanded through Lord God Odin, the lightning (laughs) and the thunder came with it because, you know, Thor was not far behind and all these people, I just turned around and looked and they're all hovering and are huddling, you know, together underneath the way outside of the rain. I'm dancing in the rain, commanding the lightning and the thunder. And I just started laughing with glee. <laughs> I was so, I looked like a crazy person at this moment and I did not care. I started spinning in a circle clockwise and laughing my ass off. <laughs> And my friend Anthony started laughing. He's like going, you're a bruja, you're a bruja. He's like telling me in Spanish, you're a witch, you're a witch. I'm like, yes, I am a bruja. (laughs) And I just wanted to tell you guys this story because it was so fantastic. And this is what happened to me over the break. Anyway, am I a bruja? Yeah, but this way, from this story, you could call it or spell it (laughs) B-R-E-W-H-A. 
brew beer. Ha 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 ha. Laugh. So I was like, yes, baby, I am a brew. Ha. And it made me laugh. And I wanted to tell you guys that story because (laughs) it's one of the most incredible things that ever happened to me in my life. And I took that energy that Lord God Odin gave me. And I just, yeah. And I had it with me the whole way, all the way back home for two days though. I will tell you every time I picked up my electronic device that could be on a hundred, it would drain down to 30 in 10 minutes. And if I wasn't careful within another two to three minutes, it would be down to zero. I even did that to my laptop when I typed on my laptop, drain the battery immediately. And the same thing just kept happening for two or three days. I'm like, something happens in the reversal of the polarity of the energy and electricity contained there in the lightning. <laughs> and it's somehow you drain all of your electronic devices in a heartbeat because you just drained the energy from the lightning when you call it. <laughs> so you gotta be careful with your electronic devices if you try this. But I'm telling you guys, if you can get your hands on the Ragnarok Brewery, the wizard, there's magic in this bottle. (laughs) All right, I'm going to take a quick break. And when I come back, we're going to talk about how do you know your timeline hopping? I have some strange new pieces of evidence for you that you can, you know, ask yourself There's strange new things that are happening that it's not just to me, but a lot of people I've been discussing this with over the break, they're also having this happen to them. And it's the evidence is real. You're going to find out what it is right after this. By the way, it's 5333. (laughs) There's your other angel number right now. I've been making episodes of Metaphysical Soul Speak, the podcast, for a while now, and many of you have contacted me wondering just how you can support me and my podcast. Well, I have two solutions for this question. Number one is to become a listener supporter in which you go to the Anchor app, locate my channel, and sign up anywhere from 99 cents to $9.99 monthly, and you can stop anytime. Or number two is to make a one-time donation of any amount via Zelle, bank to bank, or through PayPal using my email, mermaidgirl888 at gmail.com, also located in the show description. Now with this option, you aren't uh, obligated monthly in any way, and you're also not limited. Thank you all so much in advance for your support. Let's keep metaphysical soul speak on the air and onward and upward to the fifth dimension together, guys. Thank you.
All right, guys, I got the skinny. <laughs> I got the tea. I cannot tell you how happy I am. <laughs> then my friend called me, and this is why we're a little bit late getting the show out tonight. We had a very long conversation, but he told me the prayer ministry, and it's non-denominational, they have been around for 120 seven years and all they do is they pray for people all religions are welcome if you're not religious you're welcome to call even if you are atheist in fact they have atheists calling sometimes saying i want you to pray for this thing for me they uh will take down your prayer request and then you will be prayed for 24 hours a day, seven days a week for 30 days. And you are allowed five prayer requests per day. If you don't want to call and talk to them and pray with them on the phone for the first, because you have to pray the first prayer or they will pray for you. you they just ask you to bow your head and close your eyes and listen. You know, so, you know, you could actively pray with them or just listen to what they are praying. And then they hang up and your request goes into the prayer chaplain and it goes all over the world. People all over the world are part of this prayer ministry called Silent Unity. There's an app called You Pray, just the letter U P R A Y. You could just go do it, you know, like a play store, Google search, you pray. And this is the silent unity prayer app. And if you want to call them, this is the number. Oh no. Uh Oh, well, we got to get the cat. She's jumping up on things. Hold on a minute. I had to stop for a minute because Mothra has descended upon our household. This massive moth. And I don't know if you guys heard, but Knowledge Ravenspell, even, even though she's injured, she is still a hunter. She's a professional hunter at this point. And she's got to get Mothra. She's jumping after this thing. And hopefully she won't make a whole lot of noise or mess. But <laughs> I had to move a couple coffee cups because they were in, well, quite a bit of danger. <laughs> they were in her way. And, you know, we can't have that. Anyway, so let's get back to this. Now, I want to give you the phone number to Silent Unity. Here she is, attacking the moth, knocking over the broom and stuff. Okay. (laughs) All right, Silent Unity, 1-800-669-7729. This is a toll-free number in the United States. 1-800-669-7729. And no request is too small or too great for them. I believe they will pray for anything. In fact, if you don't give them 100% of the information, sometimes they're psychic and they'll figure it out. They'll they'll get it out of you or they'll say, hey, I think it's this. And they they have empathy. And um, according to my friend, he told me, and he himself, he's also an ordained minister and had his own congregation for a while, okay? And he's a new thought minister. He's metaphysical. And we are going to try probably November or December to have 
a, um, a, a show about this, about prayers and how to make law of attraction, effective prayers that will affect your life. But he said, yeah, why didn't you call them? He just in randomly, why don't you guys just, you know, why don't you just call them and have these guys pray for you, for your twin flame to come to you. And I'm like, what? I didn't even know this existed. He's like, how do you think I've gotten anything done in my life? I make five prayer requests a day for everything. You know, I want to have more clients. Boom. I want to have a job. Boom. I, you know, I need more money in my pocket. Boom, whatever it is. And he said a lot of these prayers, when they pray for 30 days, the energy of those 30 days carries over past beyond 30 days. He's like, how do you think I'm able to live in this beautiful community by the beach? He said, you know how I came up from the, he was homeless in his car when I met him. You know, and this is like going back a lot of years, like 16 years. And he just started calling this silent prayer hotline. (laughs) And these are the people that started the prayer hotline. They invented this. They had the very first hotline ever, ever for prayer. And it has nothing to do with any specific church or religion or denomination. You don't even have to believe in God to call. So I just wanted to throw that out there, guys. This is my public service announcement. I thought, wow, this is actually really, really interesting. So there you go. Booyah. All right. Now let's get into it. I have some new signs. Okay. I have 11 signs that you are hopping up a timeline. Now, parallel universes exist. If you have been paying attention to quantum physics at all, (laughs) or the news or any, you know, sci-fi movie or TV show dealing with the concept of time, not only are we on a linear time trajectory, but also all time exists right now. And according to science and also according to science, every time you make a decision, you risk, you run the risk of splitting off another timeline in which you made the opposite decision. And I don't think if it's, if the decision is chicken or fish and nothing goes, you know, good or, or, or bad, just, it's just normal, you know, with this chicken or fish dish, you're probably okay. But what if you, you pick chicken and you're, you're fine. You go home, everything's fine. But you pick, you pick fish. Honey, I don't think the moth is understanding why you're meowing at it. She's trying to meow it down. Like, come down so I could catch you. Oh, she's, she's so, she's good. She's feeling better. That's good. This is good news. But so say you pick fish and then that fish makes you very sick. And because the fish makes you sick, and you, uh, lose, say you, you go to the hospital for three days and you lose your, um, job because you can go to work or you lose out on an interview and you don't get the job you should have gotten that. That's what I mean. So every decision you make that has a consequence, you know, if you picked the wrong thing or you picked the right thing, but the other, you know, the other thing is you could have as equally gone the other way. I think it splits off a timeline up or a timeline down. 
you know, you pick the bad choice. Now you're hopping down a timeline. You're going to go down that trajectory and see where it goes. But you pick a good, the good one, you know, you pick the good meal. That's not going to make you sick (laughs) or whatever it is. Then you go up, you hop up a timeline. Now, I think if we raise our vibration, we can hop our timelines consciously, you know, or we can't control when we hop a timeline, but we can be consciously aware of our moods, our emotions. T. Harvecker says your moods will cost you a fortune. If you're in a bad mood or you're feeling anxious and you're not making a move in business, and now maybe you've had anxiety for 10 years and you still don't have the business you wanted. Your moods just cost you 10 years worth of revenue. You know, your moods can cost you a fortune, right? So, you know, you have to be careful and we have to regulate our energy constantly. We've got to keep those chakras aligned. You've got to keep that, that aura clean and you've got to keep everything in high vibration. And as you do this, you are rewarded in one subtle way, the way in which you hop up to a better timeline, a higher vibration timeline in which all of the planets in the universe align just for you to have the thing that you're meant to have all along. But you know, if you're negative and you're going around with a negative attitude and then you get in a fight with somebody, now you're going to maybe hop a timeline south. (laughs) or or worse, you know, I shouldn't say South. That doesn't make sense. But the way I look at it is when you hop a timeline to the left, then that's a lower vibration. When you hop to the right, it's a higher vibration. It's just the way my mind works and the way that I see it. But if you hop a timeline, that's a little bit higher vibration, it's going to be two and a half percent better it'll be improved in some way. Now you might hop up a timeline (laughs) where things are, uh, not so much improved for you. And you're like, how the fuck is this better? But then you read the news and now, Oh, two countries who are about to go to war now in peace talks. Oh, well, how the hell did that happen last week? They were at blows. They were, they were getting ready, you know, to go to war. Well, now they're actually in peace talks. So everything's fine. Okay. So the world sometimes is two and a half percent better. Now I've hopped up a bunch of timelines. Um, I've been consciously aware of it, especially over the past uh, six, seven weeks. And I have noticed some things that are brand new, brand new signs and symptoms of hopping up timelines. These new signs are crazy. So let's get into them. So that's what I mean when I say hop up a timeline, it's like, you're going to split off from where you are. You're going to quantum mechanically hop to a higher vibration and a higher timeline in which better things happen for you. So, um, the other day I was laying in bed and I didn't write this one down. This might be the 12th one actually but I was laying in bed and I was trying to, um, connect with the God inside. And I was opening myself up and allowing more light to pour into my body. And my sinuses were terrible. I could barely breathe. I was just like, I wasn't 
being a mouth breather quite yet, but I was on my way to that. It was like, oh my God, my sinuses are bad. You know, I'm just like, oh, I can barely breathe from my nose. And all of a sudden in a heartbeat, I just felt kind of like a flash of light or something. And all of a sudden my sinuses were perfect and I don't have allergies right now. And for the rest of that day, I did not have allergies. And I know what happened is I hopped up a timeline. I think I'm not allergic to my cat because I hopped up to a timeline in which I'm now not allergic to cats. And my whole life I've been allergic to cats. My whole life I've been always wanting a cat, couldn't have one. As an adult, I had a cat and I took Benadryl every day, two or three times a day. It was, I was a mess, you know, it was really, really hard, but I had my cats and then, you know, just, it was horrible. I lived at the animals for a few years and it was horrible. Like it was just, I was a wreck with my allergies and with this kitty cat, she could lay on my face. And sometimes if she has a little bit of dirt on her paw, my eyes will swell up. But other than that, no, I'm not even allergic to her. I've never felt the joy of just hugging a cat all night long in which I don't have terrible asthma and have to be raised to the emergency room and my eyes swell shut and my throat swell shut right? This is like what used to happen many timelines ago, probably a thousand timelines in the past for me, but I've hopped up finally. Thank you, God, knock on wood. It stays this way, but my cat and I can cuddle and I'm not allergic to her and it's wonderful. And it's like, wow. So hopping up timelines, it's something you definitely want to try. It's something you definitely want to do. I just looked, we had 13 minutes and 44 seconds for those of you keeping score. <laughs> so, all right. Um, you know, angel numbers, they abound everywhere. All right. So here we go. Number one, this is now these, these 11 are the ones that I've noticed over the past six weeks to seven weeks that have happened to me. And I bring them up to a couple different groups and different people I'm talking to. And they're all having these things happen. They're like, Holy moly, I hopped up a timeline because that thing you mentioned, that happened to me. Someone else is mentioning it, I'm like, damn, that happened to me. So we're all talking about this. This has been a consensus. It's happened to many people. All right, it's number one. You go to sleep at a decent hour. So say you finally managed to get in bed like 10 or 11 at night, maybe around midnight, you think, I'm probably going to wake up around 8 in the morning. That's a solid 8 solid eight hours. Maybe if I get up at 10, that's 10 hours. That's a lot of sleep. I'm going to feel great. I'm going to feel well rested. Everything's going to be marvelous. So you go to bed at a really decent hour and you wake up and you feel like you went to bed extremely late. Like you didn't get a wink of sleep. You feel like you only slept one or two hours, even though according to what your memory is, you went to bed at like 10 o'clock at night and it's 10 o'clock in the morning. You should have felt well rested and you feel like you've only, you feel like hell and you've only gotten like one or two hours of sleep. That is not a surefire sign that you're hopping a timeline, but it's a potential sign you're hopping a timeline. It's something that I've noticed. Um, it's like, I went from a timeline in which I went to bed on time, but I hopped up to a timeline in which I stayed up late. Damn it. I really cheated myself on that sleep, but I went up a timeline. So, Hey, I'm happy about that. 
<laughs> and I'm not the only one this has been happening to. So, uh, number two is the opposite where your sleep, you sleep, uh, at a somewhat decent hour, or maybe you went to bed very, very, very late, say three, four in the morning, you know, the sun, the, the roosters are crowing and the sun is coming up. You hear, er, 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 er. Oh damn. I need to go to bed. Holy crap. I'm back on vampires hours. Damn it. And then you go to bed and then you wake up around nine or 10 and you're like refreshed as hell. Like, damn, you feel like you just slept 12 or 14 hours. Like, yeah, I could run a marathon. I had so much sleep. Like, how the hell did that happen? You only slept two hours. You feel amazing. You're not, you don't feel like you're running on adrenaline either. You feel like your body is well rested and you wake up without any pain and you feel like, wow, I feel great. (laughs) It's because you hopped up while you were asleep for those couple hours You hopped up to a timeline and your spirit went into a body. Your soul hopped up into another body because you have your body in all these timelines. This is my theory that you have this, your body is on all these different timelines. You're a multidimensional being. It's your soul, but you have different aspects to your soul. And sometimes when timelines that are lower vibration, like very, very low vibration, when they collapse, when they get shut off and now they no longer exist, because that's also happening in the schematic when enough people hop up enough timelines, the lower like hundred or whatever will fall off. They fall away. They just slough off like dead skin, baby. And we get rid of those timelines. And now all of a sudden that part of your soul or whatever comes whooshing back. And now you have tons of energy. It's kind of crazy. It's, it's, it's hard to explain because it seems like our souls are not exactly what we thought or something. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I'm still trying to figure it out. Might have to ask a prime creator about this and figure it out more. But what if you go to bed very, very late, you wake up two or three hours later and suddenly you're like, well, snap, I feel really good. That three hour nap really, really was enough sleep. And I felt like I'd slept for two days. I feel amazing. Probably because you hopped to a timeline in which you went to bed very early and your body on that timeline got enough rest. (laughs) I know it sounds really trippy, but I really, I've talked to enough people that I believe these things are starting to happen. It's not just the Mandela effects and it's not just the personal Mandela effects that are happening, you know, and it's just, it's these kinds of things now that are starting to happen where we're really aware, like, wait a minute. I know what I felt like when I went to bed. I know what I felt like when I woke up and it doesn't match. It doesn't compute. Even with all the Ascension signs and symptoms that are happening on top of it, it still does not compute. Especially like, what if you go to bed very late, take a Benadryl and you wake up refreshed and amazing? Like what? (laughs) Benadryl always makes me groggy the next day for two days later. I'm like, ugh, out of it, out of it. Emotionally, I'm out of it. Ugh, I feel out of whack. I have it as an emergency and I don't take it every day anymore. I can't. It's too gnarly. I mean, it works. It's an excellent allergy pill, especially in an emergency situation. But, um... 
I've had, so I've had these sleep things happen, you know, and it flip flops. It's not the same every day. And, and, you know, I'm not hopping up every day, every day, but when I hop up, sometimes it has to do with sleep when I'm hopping up during the sleeping hours. Now, the third one is what if you wake up and you feel very weird and disoriented and a little confused. It's not like you're suddenly out of nowhere, have Alzheimer's. And now you can't remember your own name or your address. You know, I don't mean like that. I mean, you just, you know who you are. You remember your birthday and your children's names and everything, but you wake up and you feel very disoriented and confused. And you feel like you are in an apartment or a house that you've never been in before, even though it looks identical <laughs> to where you were when you went to bed, but there's an energy that you've never been here before. It's a weird feeling. It's a subtle feeling, but it's kind of like a, huh? Nope. I wasn't here. I've never been here, but everything's exactly as I left it, which is weird, but I feel different. Or maybe the place feels different and I feel the same. You know, you kind of go through these the kind of mind games with yourself a little bit like, huh, I feel really weird. And when you go to touch your things, it feels like you've never touched them before. And you haven't, not with this aspect of your soul. <laughs> and it almost feels foreign to you, especially if you hop up an extremely higher, like a very high vibration timeline. You know, you did all your spiritual due diligence. You did your work. You raced up that energy field. You're like, yeah, I'm so vibrating so high. I meditated really good. You go to sleep and you wake up and you're like, that's really weird. I feel different. Things feel different. I don't feel like I've ever, this is my favorite coffee cup and I'm touching it for the first time. It looks identical to the one on the past timeline that I drink out of probably 50 cups of coffee you know, between timeline hops, you know, God knows, you know, sometimes we're hopping every day now, but this is, it's like this weird, like intuitive feeling that you're just like, I don't know. I just feel like I wasn't here. I've never been here. You walk in the room and the energy is shifted. And it's new. It just feels different and new. And you feel like a little bit more alive and you know, <laughs> things are just different. I hopped up such a high from, from, a, you know, a, I don't know. I can't say a higher vibration or higher vibration, but I hopped up a timeline that was such high vibration that suddenly I knew how to dance. And I talked about this last week when I interviewed a cosmic threader on Thursday and it's like, suddenly I know how to dance and I'm a really good dancer now. No, I used to be a good dancer a long time ago or good ish. I was okay. You know, I went out clubbing all the time. when I was really young, I used to go dancing all the time. I would go out dancing and have one drink and then dance for like four hours, you know, and that was my pretty much every Tuesday and every Saturday in West Hollywood. It was my favorite place because the music was rocking and the people were nice and I loved it. And I went there out dancing all the time over in WeHo. And I, um, 
used to love it. And then when I got together with my husband, we used to dance together. And then we had these contests before we had kids to see how funny we could dance for each other. And then when the kids came along, we would do, we would make it over the top, like the worst dancing we could do. And then after a while we forgot how to dance really well. And I just felt like it was almost a curse. <laughs> like I couldn't dance at all. I couldn't dance for shit. And suddenly I hopped into a timeline in which not only is energy different, but, um, I could dance a hell of a lot better too. <laughs> I can move better. Like, I don't know. My hips are doing something they haven't done in a long time, if ever. And that was, uh, my sure fire sign that, you know, my body's different. I feel different. You know, pain has shifted. Have you ever had like a pain in your right, like your right side? Maybe it's your right arm or your right leg or your knee or something. And then you hop a timeline and now you've got a pain, but it's on the left side. Like what the hell? How did that happen? How did the pain just magically hop over to a different side? Probably because you hopped a timeline. So whatever, maybe there's a spiritual lesson in you having that pain, but you didn't have to have it on the right side. Now in this timeline, you have it on your left or vice versa. So <clears throat> sometimes this is a really weird thing, but you just, everything has a different feel. It looks the same, but it has a different energetic feel. And it's just, it's, you can't really quite put a finger on it, you know, but it just, it feels off. Something's a little different, right? Now, number four, this one's strange. You look different. Now, my whole life, I had red hair and green eyes, okay? Now, sometimes my eyes would look a little bit blue-ish, but it was blue-green. Sometimes my eyes would look a little bit hazel, like kind of brownish, but it was like that mixed with green. It's always been green. The base color of my eyes were always like you know, green, sometimes dark, dark emerald green, sometimes pale jade green, but always green. <clears throat> and like last season in, in season four, I mentioned <clears throat> that suddenly my hair is blonde and my eyes are gray. What the hell? <laughs> I was so freaked out and I'm like, this is weird. And I kept taking pictures of myself, like looking at it, showing my friends, like, what color are my eyes? They're like, Oh, they're always what they have always been like, you know, green or something, you know? And one of my friends, I said, check this picture out. Oh, look, you're so beautiful. Yeah. But it doesn't look like me. Oh no. It looks like you fine. I'm like, what color is my hair? Holy shit. How come your hair is blonde? Oh my God. Look at your eyes. How come your eyes are gray? That doesn't make any sense. It, but my friend, and this is one that freaked me out is my friend said, but your eyes have always been blue. <laughs> I know they haven't. You're on a different timeline than me. You're from a different timeline. Shit. No, my eyes have always been green. So when, so when your friend says, oh, you've always had blue eyes or brown eyes or whatever, your eyes have always been dark brown, like almost practically black. And like, no, they've always been kind of an amber brown, like a light honey brown. Like, what are you talking about? You know, like... <laughs> It's really weird, but this is another brand new thing that I've noticed. People are looking in the mirror and they're going, wait a minute. That's not the me I know. <laughs> I have to a timeline in which my eyes are different. My hair is different. It's not just because I've, I've gotten a little older and now my hair is a different color. It's more like 
Wait a minute. Nuh-uh. Mm-mm. I've never been a blonde with gray eyes, and suddenly I am. And you know what? Since I mentioned that to you guys months ago, I've hopped up timelines, which my eyes are green and my hair is red again. In fact, today my hair is looking very red and I don't have any gray at all. Not today. Now, tomorrow, who the hell knows what's going to be? So the next one is kind of related to that, but um, it's a little bit more um, different. Like number five is your face and your body is different. Now, this can also be for people in the world that are famous that you know. I've looked at people that I like, you know, actresses or actors that I liked. And I'm like, well, I feel no connection to them whatsoever. People that if I see a picture of them, my heart kind of goes all gooey and mushy inside. Like, oh, I always thought he was kind of a cool person. Like, oh, look at this guy. He looks like really sweet. Like, like somebody that I would like pal around with, or she looks like such a sweet person. I really like this person. You know what? I think if I met her and she wasn't famous and we just met each other on the street, I feel like we would vibe, right? Have you ever felt like that about certain celebrities, you know, certain singers or whatever? And then you go back now, you've hopped up so many timelines on your spiritual journey and you go back and look them up and you're like, well, who the fuck is that? Why is her nose like so much bigger? <laughs> Why is her face so much thinner or wider than, the, than what I remember? It's the weirdest thing. So it's not just you, but other people around you. And I've, I've had people say that they have um, Mandela effects where uh, people like that they know have a different personality. They have a different face. They have a different body. Like they're considerably overweight when they weren't before, or now they're really thin and they were always overweight. Now they're in shape. But yesterday you went out with them and they looked different. (laughs) And suddenly they're like a totally different person. It's really, really, really trippy. And a lot of my friends that are, they're timeline hopping too. I hopped a timeline. So did I. And we're always hoping that we're not going (coughs) to lose each other and meet the other alternative universe versions of each other because we really would miss each other. So it's one of those things where, um, you know, you just got to take it in stride. You're going to meet your friends again, your mom, you know, your mom or brother, like a friend of mine, actually, this is not on the list either. A friend of mine told me that his brother was adamantly opposed to a specific political issue and they had an argument over it on another timeline And on this timeline that he just hopped to, they're suddenly in agreement completely. (coughs) And, and, and he asked his brother, well, when did you stop being on the other side of this issue? And his brother's like, I've always been on the same side as you. And he's like, oh, he said, you know, Elena, my heart sank a little that day because I realized that my brother is not the brother I grew up with. It's a totally different person. He doesn't feel the same. He doesn't even walk the same. He acts a little bit different and he has a completely different idea about this issue that we've always had an argument over for as long as I can remember. It's like, what? 
That's another surefire sign that you did hop up a timeline. You hopped up to a timeline. Now your brother's different or your friends are different or the people in your uh, life are totally different. It's really, really trippy. So maybe your face has a lot of wrinkles and whereas a couple days ago, (laughs) it didn't. And then you hop up another timeline and you're back to normal again. Oh, damn. Thank God. (laughs) I was looking haggard there, but hopped up a timeline and hey, now the wrinkles are gone. Hop into a body that's doing face yoga or something. You know, and suddenly you look good. You feel good. All right. Or you hop up into a, a timeline where your body's thinner or a little more muscular. You know, I hopped up into a body where my arms looked pretty damn toned. I'm like, damn, that's good. And then a few timelines later, my arms are flappy and a little bit, a little bit bigger. I'm like, damn it. (laughs) Ah, when things go wrong, ah, now I've got to either get this body in shape or maybe I'm going to hop up a timeline in which now my body's in better shape again. It's really trippy. This, this stuff is tripping me out. So, okay. Um, let me see. Uh, I got to get my cheaters back on. I had to pause it for a minute. My cat came and laid down on my notebook. <laughs> so, um, so your, uh, so wrinkles, body thing. Okay. Um, and you might feel different in your body too. And your digestion might be worse or better also. You know, when you hop into a new timeline, you're hopping into a new world. It's usually 2% better but it might not have anything to do with you or your immediate vicinity might be 2% better in the world. So keep it in mind. If it suddenly looks worse, it's okay. You're going to hop up another one. Don't even worry about it now. Okay. So six, you look at the clock. This one is a trip. Okay. You look at the clock, Had to go shut that off. Three in the morning, people still writing me. Damn, it's almost four in the morning. Okay, so (laughs) speaking of, so here's an example, a real world example that happened to me like two weeks ago. I looked at the clock. It was four o'clock in the afternoon. I was heart sick. I'm like, damn it. I can't believe I slept this late. I woke up. It was about around four o'clock in the afternoon, a little bit after like 413 or something. Okay. And I made a cup of coffee and drank it. I looked at some social media stuff. I think I might've even started to watch a movie. I laid down and I took a nap for like an hour. And when I woke up, uh, it was two thirty-eight PM. What? What the hell? I was like, WTF, what the hell just happened? I gained times. Number six is gaining time. <laughs> you, you go do like a bunch of things and then you hop up a timeline and now, oh, well you just, it's only two 30. <laughs> what? And, and I mentioned this to my, my archangel group and a couple of people said, oh my God, I thought I was losing my fucking mind. I thought I went, I thought I, I looked at the clock wrong. I looked at the clock and it was two o'clock and then I looked at it later and it was 12 o'clock and it's like, wait a minute, did I go backwards or did I just, what? Like it made no sense. I thought for sure it was in the afternoon and then all of a sudden it was just noon. What? It happened to them too, but at different times, at different times. Now the next one, 
Seven, of course, is losing time. So it's 10 o'clock in the morning. You make one more cup of coffee or whatever. You play one or two songs on the radio. They're only two to four minutes each. So it's 10 in the morning. It can't be more than what? 10, 08, 10, 10. You put on the, the YouTube, you, you're playing a couple songs. You got your, st- your stereo or your, your speakers cranked up and you know that you only listen to short songs. You have proof on YouTube. It's not like you're listening to the Sugar Hill Gang's Rapper's Delight that's 14 minutes long, you know? (laughs) I love that. I listened to that the other day. Oh, my God. Anyway, you only listen to two songs. You can look in your YouTube history and go, it was only four fucking minutes. But suddenly it's 12 o'clock. You only listen to two songs. Your YouTube history proves that, but... You started, you started the music at 10 o'clock and now it's 12 o'clock and you kind of felt like a little bit of a flash or a little bit of a glitch or your heart skipped a beat or some shit happened and all of a sudden you sneeze or something and all of a sudden it's two hours later. How the hell did that happen? Well, if it's two hours later, the coffee you just made would be ice cold. You sip it and it's hot. Wait a minute. <laughs> I hopped a timeline and I, I lost time. How did that four minutes convert into two freaking hours? You hopped up a timeline and now you're two hours after where you were time-wise on the other timeline. It's fucking weird, but that's it's another one that I've experienced, both of them. I've experienced both of them, gaining time and losing time. I think it was like two or three weeks ago when that first, I first was aware of that, like what? And I've talked to other people and they're like, yeah, that happened to me. Oh my God. I thought I was losing my mind. How the hell did two hours go by so fast? Or how did I gain two hours? <laughs> like the sun's going down in the sky. It's four 30 in the afternoon. You're like, damn, I really wish I didn't sleep so long. And then next thing you know, you hop a timeline and now the, sc- the sun is back up in the sky. Like, what? <laughs> I literally gained time and I gained the day that I wanted back. That's so weird. Number eight, <clears throat> you're doing something, anything, and you feel a glitch. You just feel like a kind of a shift or something. I can't explain it. It's like, it's a glitch in the matrix. Sometimes it looks like the fabric of space and time gets flapped out. Like it's almost like, have you ever held a towel and you, and you shake it out to get the sand out when you're at the beach or you have a flag or anything, anything like when you're, when you're making your, um, your bed and you're, and you flap the sheet and it kind of wobbles and waves. I've seen the walls do that. (laughs) And I thought, Whoa, acid flashback. And then I realized, Oh shit, I just hopped a timeline. The walls are not as solid as you think they are. Sometimes it's like, it's like the matrix is cracking and breaking down and I see a hole in the wall and then the wall starts to wobble and shake and move. And then I feel glitchy and weird. And I, I like, well, (gasps) take a breath and my heart will skip a beat and there's glitchy energy. And then all of a sudden everything feels fresh and new. And I've never been here before in this room. And I feel like some shit just went down. 
Now I would be concerned seriously for the health of my brain if it wasn't for my friends that I talked to and a couple of them say, yeah, that should happen to me too. It's not just you going through this, Elena. That's not your brain. You're fine because we're going through this crap too. So if you're experiencing this, be rest assured, my friend, you're not crazy. You're not having a stroke. You're hopping a damn timeline. So it's getting weird. I'm like surfing the timelines, baby. It's really, really, really weird. So you can be talking to someone. You might forget what you're saying in the middle of a sentence. You can hop a timeline in the middle of a fucking word. And all of a sudden, whoa. (laughs) Um, One of the people that I talk to regularly, she told me she was in the middle of a sentence talking to her mother. Hello, darling. And her mother... Like, like she was, she was thinking, I don't want to tell my mother this thing that she's an archangel incarnate. But then she thought I better tell my mom and she decided not to tell her mom. And then she kept feeling this inner push to tell her. And the minute she told her mom, she was in the middle of the sentence, boom, hopped up a timeline. It raised her vibration to speak her truth, no matter how crazy it sounded. (laughs) out loud and as soon as she did it she went up a timeline in the middle of the damn sentence telling her mom I mean this is some crazy shit man. (laughs) when she says I was in the middle of a sentence and I hopped up and I kind of glitched out for a minute and I like I saw kind of like a flash of light and I felt different and my body felt different and lighter I felt better and more amazing and then I realized I was telling my mom I was an archangel. So then I said, what was I saying again? You know, what was that again? And she was, and then she finished the sentence, but she was like, whoa, that was quite strange. Like the lighting will look different when you glitch out. And then all of a sudden the light, the lights flicker (laughs) and all of a sudden it's brighter or even the light bulb might be a different color. So suddenly you're awash with confusion. You don't know what you're saying. This, the, um, story feels so far away, whatever it is you're telling someone that story feels so far away now. And it's so unimportant. Whereas two seconds ago, it was really important. You tell them this thing you were telling them. It can happen in the middle of a sentence. You can hop up in the middle of a word. Like (laughs) when you're performing a task, you'd be like washing your dishes or whatever. And all of a sudden you're like, whoa. And you just feel, that's weird. And you just start looking around like, wait a minute, something just happened. I don't know what it was, but something just happened. It's just such a weird energy. It's like a glitch in the matrix and it's a glitchy feeling. And sometimes you'll see the glitch on the wall or the light will flicker, like I said, or you'll hear a noise and then the noise shifts and changes. And suddenly there's a silence and it's really eerie out of nowhere that silence and this glitch energy that's how you that's number eight is the glitch energy that is how you can tell it's a sign that you've hopped up a timeline so you feel like you are um aligning yourself with the higher energy You can do this in the shower on purpose using the law of attraction. You can ask your higher self or your holy guardian angel or prime creator, whoever you want to talk to about this, 
ask if they can help you hop a timeline get in the shower and 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 you say when i come out of the shower i'm gonna be on the highest timeline for this thing i want whatever it is i'm on the i'm on the highest timeline that will give me the car that i want or the job that i want or the relationship that i'm seeking um whatever it is you know maybe i'm maybe you have an illness and you want to hop to the highest timeline in which you no longer have that illness or the the timeline they'll give you the highest percentage the best chance of you overcoming that illness quickly boom there it is you hop in the shower set your intention hop in the shower when you come out of the shower you might have just hopped a timeline look for those glitches now number nine sudden flashes of light i did mention that in number eight sudden flashes of light followed by the feeling that you're brand new in your environment feeling confused or any of the symptoms or signs above that i've mentioned but this also these flashes of light can be in conjunction with the solar wind or coronal mass ejections from the sun now i have noticed uh over the break when we were supposed to get one we were supposed to get a one-two punch and then when we hopped up a timeline the whole collective everyone on earth i believe i think we were hit massively and we hopped up a timeline and then all of a sudden the scientist said well that was strange we should have gotten a one two punch two cmes broke off at the same time it was like going to be a boom and then an hour later boom and we were supposed to be hit and they were expecting power outages all over the world and all of a sudden they're like huh it was headed right for us it must have missed us that was weird and then we just went on as if nothing happened and i'm like dude don't you feel lighter don't you feel like you're filled with so much more hope and so much light and so much love in the unbearable lightness of being ascends your soul to the point where you're like wow everything's gonna work out in my favor i just know it i feel it that's the kind of energy that when that happened you guys remember a few weeks back or maybe it's like a week and a half ago two weeks ago when that happened the scientists said oh it's gonna be bad it's gonna be really bad and you know brace yourselves and then all of a sudden you know wrap your electronics in your you know faraday cages you know bad and all of a sudden well we don't know what happened um i i guess it, it missed us or something i i don't know what happened as far as i'm concerned shit, it might have actually destroyed our planet <laughs> and then we all collectively hopped up a timeline where we have the wi-fi again we have the internet again we didn't have to go through that shit because collectively we decided we all need the internet <laughs> i think it's possible i really believe it's possible I mean, I don't have the scientific evidence or the proof, but you can go back a few weeks and see where they said, we're definitely going to be hit, so brace yourselves. And then, huh, well, that was weird. I don't remember anything at all. But I don't know about you guys, but I do remember feeling this energy of like intense light flashes. It was like a one-two punch, and it, it happened within minutes of each other, maybe 10 or 12 minutes apart. But I remember feeling like this, oh, 
<laughs> angelic choir singing kind of energy. Like I felt like, wow, I felt lifted up, boosted up. I felt really, really good. It was just the energy and it was like, damn, that was, that felt good. That felt nice actually. So it was just one of those things, you know, um, (laughs) the flash of light. That's number nine. So number 10 objects disappear or appear and by objects. It could be an object or it could be even food. I mean, which is technically an object. Okay. So it doesn't have to be only, you know, a thing like your pen is missing. Cause that, you know, that's a normal thing. Your lighter's missing. I actually, in, 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 appearing or disappearing, but also liquid appearing or disappearing, including inside your lighter. I had a lighter that, um, I used every day, you know, I smoke weed and I was smoking weed every day and suddenly the lighter didn't work. Cause I was out of fluid hopped up a timeline. And I thought, yeah, for shits and giggles, I'm going to light this lighter and see if it works. It freaking worked because I hopped a timeline in which I hadn't used it as much. So now I've got more lighter fluid. And I think that's what happened with my, um, my tank of gas, my propane. I kept hopping up timelines where I had more propane. Normally I have to get a new one every six to eight weeks. Well, five months later, I was on the same, (laughs) I was on the same propane tank. Like what? When I realized I just ran out of gas. That's so weird. And then I realized, well, damn. And I started looking at the calendar, like, well, that was like May. And this is like, this is October. What? How did I go May? And it was, and someone before me lived here for a couple months on the same propane tank. So May, June, July, August, September, like six months on one propane tank. Really? I'm cooking every day. I make my coffee on the stove, not in a coffee pot. Like literally stovetop coffee, the old fashioned way. I mean, I'm using this stove many times a day. I should have ran out months before I did. That was one thing. So it could be not just objects, but like, you know, food or liquid (laughs) in your lighter, your, or your propane, you know, like the readings might be different on, on things. Or if you have a giant bottle of water, you might hop up a timeline and suddenly, oh no, I got new water. I didn't know I was almost out. Or you hop up a timeline and now it's like, oh, I have more water than I thought. Well, good. I'm doing good. It's kind of weird. So, uh, but let me see. I wrote objects disappear or appear. So after a hop. So for an example, your bong is different color or in a different location. It's exactly the same, but it's not where you left it. Well, that might be self-explanatory. So maybe we won't use that as an example. (laughs) Short-term memory loss, you know, being related to the bong and all. But, um, what if you have, you remember that you had more weed and suddenly you hardly have any weed or you had very little weed and you're getting ready to call your, your weed guy. And now all of a sudden you have like three times more. What? I had, I had a problem where I went to smoke my weed and it was all covered in mold. And I'm like, what the fuck? I can't smoke this weed. And then I hopped up a timeline and I opened up the weed and there was no mold on it. I'm like, Oh, thank God. I hopped up to a better timeline. 
thank God, because I was not going to smoke that. And then I hopped up a couple more timelines, and now the weed's a different color, but I have more of it. <laughs> but it's more dry. Well, okay, weed dries out, but I mean, this is weird. How did it change color and got drier? Like, what? So it's like stuff like that. Just any, and, and it doesn't have to be weed. Maybe you don't smoke weed, but that's okay. I mean, like you can hop up a timeline and you have more whiskey than you did yesterday or less, and you never drank anything, you know? Um, now this has happened to me with food as well. Um, I, as, as I mentioned many times, I go down to the very healthy pizza parlor down on, you know, like four blocks from here every Friday or Saturday. Uh, you know, sometimes I do it on Saturday now, but once a week I go down there and I mean, this is like, I mean, it's all organic. It's got chia seeds. It's got, um, sesame seeds in the crust. God it's a really good, very healthy pizza. And the mozzarella cheese is homemade and fresh. Everything is excellent. I mean, our friend from New York had, had pizza there and he's like, this is better than what I got in New York. And New York is known for its pizza. Okay. Although Detroit is, I think better just, I'm just saying, but anyway, (laughs) there's some city rivalries between Chicago, New York and Detroit and Detroit, I think is number one. Now I think they just won a pizza competition. Um, I, my friend, I think is my, my oldest son just sent me this. I was like, damn, that's so cool. Anyway. Um, so I'd gone down to the pizza place ordered four or I ate four pieces of pizza, came home with four pieces thinking, you know, tomorrow I can eat, you know, two or four. And then, um, I eat four pieces of pizza right away. And I felt so sad. I'm like, Oh man, I'm so full. I ate so much, but I was sad because I don't have pizza for Sunday because it was a, you know, Friday I had it and Saturday I had it and it was over I'm like, man, I tried to stretch it out three days cause it's such good pizza. And I was so bummed and the pizza was so good that week. It was excellent. I had it vegetarian. I had it with, um, uh, uh, basil and, uh, I got at it with basil and I had it with a bunch of extra garlic sauce and a bunch of, it has this vegetables in it. Oh my God. It's so good. The sauce and, and I had like the spicy ahi and then the hard red peppers, that you put on pizza and pineapple. It was, oh my God, it was excellent. And I was so bummed. And then I hopped a timeline, looked in the fridge and there's two more pieces of pizza. (laughs) What? I gained pizza. I ate four pieces and I was sad because I thought, oh man, I should have waited. And then nope, now I've got two extra. I've also uh, drank like um, half of a sports drink and then look back in there the next day and it's only 25% missing. Now I've got more sports drink. So the objects disappear or appear or move. They're moved over or moved to a different, like usually, you know, you have a bottle of, um, nail polish or a bottle of, um, lotion or something on one side of your desk and you go to grab it and it's on the the other side of your desk. If you're a Virgo like me and you have everything just so that, that can drive you crazy, but that's a sure sign. You probably have to timeline. Okay. Now the very last one, number 11, and we have five minutes to get through this friends tell you a story or they bring up a topic that you just discussed a few days ago. And you're like, damn it. Are we still on this? 
we just talked about this and they're like urgently telling you the story like they can't wait to tell you this because for them they've never said a word about it until right now and for you you're like we've been talking about this for a week already <laughs> oh my god <clears throat> so I've noticed this with a lot of people. People are going, I just had an idea for the first time ever. Do you think it's like this? Do you think this situation or scenario? And you're like, you've told this to me three times already. And they're like, no, I just thought of it today. I never mentioned it before. You're like, oh, damn it. We hopped a timeline and you're not the one I know. (laughs) You're not the person I remember from, you know, 40 timelines ago bringing this up month ago and now you're now having it's weird that from timeline to timeline uh, like all of the parts or aspects of ourselves do have the same thoughts not always in the same month or the same week or on the same day but we eventually arrive at the same conclusions or wonderings or musings it's so so strange i mean you're probably doing this for your friends and they're like oh my god you know, it's, it's enough to question your sanity and your mental health for sure. But I believe this is a sign, you know, someone brings up a story and you're like, I've already heard this. And they're like, no, no, I never told anyone. And they don't have a memory of it at all. And you do. And so they're like so weirded out and they're sure they've never talked about it. And that's it, my friends. That is a sure sign that you have just hopped up a timeline. (laughs) So I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Metaphysical Soul Speak, the podcast. Sorry it was a little late today, but it's worth it for the prayer thing I told you guys about. So utilize this resource, Silent Unity. Get the app, You Pray is the name of the app. So, um, I'm going to do it. I mean, man, I'll put in five requests a day. (laughs) I don't have a problem having other people pray for me because I spend most of my time, most of my waking hours. I'm praying for me. I'm praying for the cat. I'm praying for my family. I'm praying for you guys. I'm praying for the world. I'm praying for everything and everybody. And you know what? Maybe just maybe I deserve people praying for me. Right. And you do too. So don't feel guilty about it, by the way. If you're raised Jewish or Catholic, you might have an issue with that guilt. Just let it go, man. You go get prayed for. (laughs) Anyway, you accept and love yourself and everything's going to fall into place. All right, that's it. That's all she wrote. And by she, I mean me for the night. And I will be back tomorrow with all unique and original programming, just like always. And that's it. (laughs) I'm signing off, guys. I love all of you very, very much. I'm signing off with peace and joy and the high vibes of the holy fifth dimension. Until next time, peace.